All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, Hill 1100? How are you? Happy Wednesday to everybody. I actually said Wednesday and not Friday. I'm usually like so excited that I think it's almost Friday. And I'm giving y'all a heads up. Jarrell is not in the studio with me today. I have to look at him through the looking glass. That's the name of a show. Through the looking glass. Greg, what do you think about that? That's been taken. It sure. has? Yes. Oh, well, I thought it was a good idea. No. Welcome to According to Michelle Radio, Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis. It's 4 p.m. And that means you guys are blessed to be able to listen to me entertain you for the next two hours. I want to make sure we give a special shout out to everybody on Instagram. What's up? You guys know I love saying your name, so I'm going to say them real quick. Tobias, how are you? What's up, the grooming champ? Big Dave 4211, how's it going? Actor Tobias, there's two Tobiases on. Something tells me it might be the same person. I don't know, what do you guys think? Yes, no, maybe so. What's up, Frank White? Big Dave 4211, how are you? And we have, as we do always, all of our listeners from around the international globe. Is that a thing, international globe? I guess I could just say international or, or globe, right? iHeartRadio is always in the house. we got to make sure we give a special shout-out to our iHeart listeners. Hey, MTW, number one host. What? I just got that. Number one host. Who said that? Oh, gosh. Actor Tobias. I feel like you're you're biased a little bit, but I'll take it. T-Brand 2021. What's going on? Hey, MTW. Hey, back. All right, guys, we have a really good show today. I'm very excited because we have the most people we've ever had in the studio in the studio today. I honestly wasn't sure how it was going to work. And it's really six of them. They wanted all six in here. And Greg, my producer, was like, oh, no, you don't. We got rules, man. <laughs> we got to follow the rules. And they kicked Jarrell out. That's the whole reason Jarrell's not in here. I mean, you know, they kicked Jarrell out. They made, they changed up the whole thing. If it comes down to food chain, then yeah, I'm, it's, it's no. me. No. No, no, like to get out of the room, it's me. It's my, like, I can't get you out the room. I mean, then what are we I, gonna do the show about? I mean, I could, I could, I could broadcast from the producer's mic. No, that would definitely be a different. Uh, and then it looks like it's my show at that point. And I, no, nah, we, we should didn't try that one day. That. You sit here. I'll the sit guests there. will definitely be confused. Uh, that would, <laughs> that's more of a comedy thing. It'll be like according to Jarrell. Oh my gosh, that rhymes with Michelle. I'm killing it with the bars today. I'm not even trying. You better look. Stop playing around before I get that. <laughs> it's not taken. What's up, Pristine and Clean? New Faith Walker, how are you? Fine. how's it going? I'm wearing green today because I feel like money. Money bags, money launderer. That's not me. I didn't, the last part, it didn't come out like I thought it was going to. Money, I need another word that goes on the end of money. Money, roll. Wait, that's bankroll. Money. Train. 
Money train, there you go, money train. Look, our guests are ready to go already. It only took like 13 seconds for him to come up with something, but you know, it's because I took all the good ones. Okay, so listen, okay, Jarrell, I need you on the mic for this because I'm going to revisit what we talked about last week with the situation with the cop and the woman. Remember, there's been developments. Okay, so Instagram, I want y'all weighing in on this because last week on According to Michelle, the incident had just happened, and guests in the studio, please feel free to, to chime in on this. There was an incident with Atlanta police, and there was a woman that was in the park, a guy and a woman in the park, and people started posting, right, about this incident, and it looked like the cop was very aggressive with the woman for no reason at all. You remember, Jarrell? Yeah, definitely. Um, weird. Okay, so at the time, all we had was this snippet, and everybody was going off on social media. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, these cops, this is why you gotta control the police and do this and do that. And, you know, and the woman was, I mean, everybody was just eating it up. What's up, Fancy Nancy? Okay, but we said context. We like, just need, like, like where was he coming from? can yeah. we just see the whole video? Like, before like the videos made, nowadays are, um, it's like a trailer, you know? Exactly. Because <laughs> when the full one comes out, it's like, oh. Because you're dang. like, oh, that's what happens in the movie? <laughs> dang, dang, I didn't realize it. That was a great editing. Okay. So, what happens, Big Dave says, yep. Okay. So, we find it, like, literally, I think the day after. The day after. It was a quick turnaround. It was a very quick turnaround. Because, I mean, it happened, like, early that week. So, when we got to it, it was, like, two days. Before, yeah. It know? was, like, maybe if it happened on Monday... The video was came out on Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, we we were talking third. about it on Wednesday. And on Thursday, Atlanta police was like, oh, hell no. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm not having it. And they released the whole body cam. They released the whole video. They released, like, the line by line. This is what happened. This is what. Yeah, word for word, bar for bar. Word <laughs> for word, bar for bar. And then everybody was like, oh, well, it doesn't matter anyways. Like, <laughs> No, I think about 90% of the people ate their words. Uh, oh, I mean, statistically, when I yeah. went back and looked on the, on, the, on, the, on the comments, people were like, okay, well, this is why we need the whole video. This is why context is important. Right. My bad, blah, I, blah, blah. I never opened my mouth until, you know what I'm saying? It's the 48-hour rule or 72-hour rule. You let what happens, happens. You let it sit for the first 24. 24, yeah. Because someone else will come around and say something crazy. And if that proof is not already proven, then the next 48 hours, you know, time tells on itself. So It does. And you know what? You should do that when people make you upset, too. Oh, okay. Now explain. Okay. So here's my rule, my 24-hour rule. Oh, for being, I, oh, I yeah. see what you're talking you about. You know I have all rules. Oh, I have man. tons of rules. Some of them I keep to myself. No problem. Some of them I share. I'm going to share this one because I feel like it could help a lot of people. Yeah, I'm getting hearts on that. Thank you. Hey, Ansley. Okay. If someone does something that makes you really upset, like... Yeah. Fighting mad. Wait 24 hours before you say anything to him about it. That's wise. Hmm. Like if it's like if it's like nothing like really like major, you know what I mean? Then you can be like, okay, yeah, you know, this happened. I feel like this. You feel like that, and then it's fine. But like if you're really upset, if you're really upset when that happens, you wait 24 hours, and then. If you're still that mad, you can at least have a, a conversation with them 
so that you don't say something that you can't come back from. And I was about to ask, how many relationships have you <clears throat> say? Like friendship, what? You know what I mean? Like how many relationships have I saved with that? Yeah, because you know, friendship, family, ship, work relationships. You know, because that's a that's actually a really smart. Well, rule. I don't do that. I don't pop off at the mouth like that. So okay, that ain't no problem. I don't. That ain't really no have problem. That. Okay, maybe I do a little bit, <laughs> but not really. I don't know. That's a great question. How many relationships? Have I, uh, you know what? A lot. <laughs> Definitely more than you would have without yes. that method. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. One of my employees actually told me that one time. Wow. Yeah, from like eight years ago, this woman that used to work for me. She's like, Michelle, here's what here's what you should do. You should take 24 hours anytime you're upset. If your staff upsets you, an employee, your husband, your wife, girlfriend, whatever you got. Yeah. Always take 24 hours. And then you come back to them because that way you won't say anything. And I'm just be honest with you. My mouth is real slick. No, you don't say. <laughs> really? I can tell. No, no, no. I never see that. No. I mean, I've said some things in the past that I like. I literally wish I could take back. I was like, oof. Hey, it's growth, you know? Yeah. So I was like, that's a good idea. Anyway, so you can use the 24-hour rule when you see crazy videos on social media wait 24 48 hours and let's just see if anything else happens before we pop off on the police or pop off on somebody or you know what i mean like if you see a 30 second one minute snippet of a video chances are <laughs> there's 29 other minutes <laughs> that were totally left out <laughs> that were totally left out and then you're like oh Right. Okay. So that's my 24-hour rule. What do you think, C Nate? It, it's a it's a great rule. Um, it's a it's one that a lot of people should practice because, like you said, sometimes you say something you can't go back. You cannot go back from it. Are you like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean no. Too late because you heard it, you felt it, and you're stuck with it. And you meant it when you said you it. Meant, yeah. And isn't that really all that matters? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now that you realize I'm very wise. Yeah. Uh huh. And I have so many amazing things to say. Yes. And isn't being in person like a breath of fresh air? It is. I mean, for it's you. Beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, God. Yes. Good rule. Instagram is loving this rule. Okay. So here's the question Real 1100 AM, Instagram, I heart. Who's going to abide by the rule? Greg, do you like that rule? I, I, it's okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a great freaking rule. You're crazy. I mean, it might I mean be... wait, no, wait, let me take 24 hours and think about that. Before I... <laughs> yes. <laughs> or I would take at least, I would take 18 hours. But see, I'm being, I'm just being arbitrary right now. I just feel like that's, that number works better for me. 18 instead of 24? Yeah. It's six hours, Greg. What's the difference? I mean, I, I would have already slept, um, you know, got some errands done, cleared my head. You don't need a full 24 hours to do that. Good talk, Greg. <laughs> Good talk, Greg. I'm so glad you're here. All right, Real 1100 AM. We got to take a quick break, but I am excited. We got half of the cast of Good Guys, or a little bit over half of the cast, I should say, of Good Guys that's going to be premiering October 15th and 16th at Seven Stages. It's a play about mental health in black men and awareness of that mental health. So we're going to be talking to some of the cast. We got the assistant director here. His name is C. Nathaniel Brown. I call him C. Nate. I like, you know, y'all know, I come up with nicknames for everybody. Everybody's got 
a nickname. Jarrell, you don't have a nick. Oh, yes, you do. Yoshi. But that's your nickname. You gave yourself. I didn't come up with it on my own. So I got to come up. No, yeah, you, you didn't come up with that I one. I don't so. have. Everybody has a nickname but you. See, Nate even have a, has a nickname. Well, no, you, I've only you, known him 13 hours. Well, no, I guess you forgot about the one you gave me. G-Fair? Are we, are we throwing that one away? Oh, I forgot. Totally. Okay, I got to cool. use it over and over Yeah, now let, let's just let's, let's put that one and on I the, don't like the drawing board. I don't yeah. like it. Let's put Damn. a pin in it. <laughs> yeah, let, no, let's not. Uh, let's put a not pin. Not? Okay, so Something trash. so far away. Yeah, trash. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah, so we're going to come back. We're going to talk to C. Nate Brown. We got Jeffrey Dickerson. We've got Kevin Savage. We got them all. We're going to be talking about everything. 5 o'clock is Senseless Shenanigans. I hope Jarrell has something good for us. At 5.30 is Ask Michelle. You can call in 404-603-8770. You can talk to these. You can talk to the guy guys. And you can talk to me, too. You can ask anything you want. Will I answer is the question. Dun, dun, dun. Sent you. Okay, guys, don't touch anything. When we come back, we're going to talk to these guys. I can't wait. Don't touch anything. We'll be right back. The minds of children are fragile, and their mental health is essential, especially in times like these. Not Us Together aims to equip parents, teachers, and guardians with the tools and knowledge needed to raise healthy-minded children and youth in today's society. We provide services like mentorship through life coaching, therapeutics, youth community groups, motivational conferences, and one-on-one developmental specialist services for children and adolescents on the autism spectrum disorder. Our mental health workshops for schools and general workshops promote social skills, creativity, and a sense of together through play, arts, and music. To see how we can service your family or school, call us at 508-794-9371 or find us online at notus.org. That's K-N-O-T-U-S dot org. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. (laughs) Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. Kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded and confident kids. Get your copy today. I lived alone and was having problems with my landlord. He's a creep. One night I'm watching TV and I hear my landlord letting himself in. Hey, get out. You can't keep coming in. I'm just here to fix your fridge and spend some time together. Get out. I'm reporting you. Don't make a federal case of it. A federal case? Sexual harassment and housing is against federal law. If you are harassed, file a complaint with HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. If you fear for your safety, call 911. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Michelle. 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 Check this one here for me and my DJ. You can 
cha-cha-cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female that you've heard thus far. And I do get better. The voice gets wetter. Nobody gets hurt. As long as you let her. Do my thing with an 89 swing. But don't miss the light. I guarantee delight. Cause to the hip-hop maniac, the uptown. Wait, why you fade me out? Michelle Teller is back. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Give him, give him applause. He is literally... <laughs> Y'all can't even see me right now. I have to fight. It's your first day here, but how you I have to me? fight for this whenever I do it. I don't do it often. Like, I surprise him, right? Like, no, it's like it's his first day here, and he's already killed. And me. he came <laughs> in because he knew Greg wasn't sitting on ready. Don't you know, friend, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready? I've never done it, so I wasn't planning on it. Well, you had to fill in. <laughs> Jerome's over there playing with his headdress. You, I needed somebody to chime in. You know what, Kevin? Good job, friend. Thank you, thank you. Way to go. You can leave, Kevin. <laughs> Get out of here. Not totally Kevin, bro. Get out of here. Get out of here. That was actually dope. The only thing is that you faded me out. I was on a roll. I was I was going I was in it. I was you were literally feeling it. Yeah. The, the bumper fades out. Well, you unbumper it. That's, that's not a, what that's makes not a you thing. a good a that's thing. what makes you a good producer. Welcome back to According to Michelle. I'm sorry you guys had to suffer through that. My incompetent staff. The one I was just talking about, so great, faded me out when I was really feeling it. It always fades out. When I was feeling my MC lightness. It's been the same sound. I'm going to, okay, all right, that's enough of you. What's up, (laughs) iHeartRadio? Thanks for coming on. Real 1100 listeners, I hope you guys are ready for a show today. It's going to be a good one. Oh, I think, did my voice just get lower in the mic? A little bit, yeah. I did, didn't it? That's my sexy. What is it? What do you call the the people after dark? Like the nighttime? No, quiet storm. Oh, yeah. That's my <laughs> quiet storm boy. I can't go too low or it'll go completely out. My voice can't. You know, only have like, you know, uh, too much. Like bar- <coughs> bass, baritone, nothing. That's it. That's kind of how mine. Welcome back. <laughs> I got to make sure I give a special shout out to our friends at Coca-Cola Bottling Company united if you want something refreshing it doesn't have to be like coke or sprite they got tons of stuff and let me tell you what i really like that they have right now aguas frescas it is really great uh what i love about it is that it's not it's a little more flavorful than like a sparkling water you love these Jarrell. it's a little i have a problem okay <laughs> Um, you know it. Coke knows it. I know it. Okay. And with that being said, I have nothing but strawberry and mango frescas in my fridge as we speak. So, it's, yes, it is delicious. There are five. There are total vibes. If you want something a little bit more than a sparkling water, which has absolutely zero sugar, Agua Frescas is cool. And I know it reads Minute Maid on it, but Coca-Cola Bottling Company has like 150,000 SKUs. And, um, and this is one of them. And so they make sure that they support... All things MTW. They said that when I met with them three years ago. Anything you do, we're there. And so we just want to make sure we don't ever take that for granted. And we say thank you. And this is what we drink in the studio. In fact, on other shows, that's what they got, right? They pull this in. I know they use it because when we fill the refrigerator up and when we come back in next week. (laughs) (laughs) Now, trust me. Yeah, I know it's used. I know it's definitely. (laughs) Your product (laughs) is out there, Coke. Trust us. All right, guys, I'm excited about the show today because we are talking to three of the cast members of the upcoming stage play, God Guys. Okay, so it's God Guys, period, 
the stage play. Uh, yes. I think my voice is a little hoarse. I couldn't get it exactly like I wanted it. It worked. Black men owning permission to feel and heal. Did you mean to have bars on that or did it just come out like? It, it that's works. That's what you said. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Okay. Did it? It did work. It worked. <laughs> did you come up with that, C Nate? No, our uh, writer and director uh, came up with that. Her name is Nate Stubbs. All right. And Shout she, out to Nate. She embraced the vision and um, just came up with that. And it works because it fit perfectly for the stories that we're trying to tell. Awesome. Well, listen, we're glad you're here. We've got C Nathaniel Brown, who's an actor, but he's also the assistant director. We've got Jeffrey Dickerson in the house, who is a like a veteran on stage. I mean, he is ridiculous with it. And he's been around for a long time, but not because he's old, more because he's just done a lot in a very, very, very short amount of time. And then, of course, we've got the oldie but the goodie, Kevin Savage. I like to call him Philly Savage because he's from Philadelphia and his last name Salad Sav- Salad <laughs> Savage. See what I did there? Philly Savage. Philly Sav. So we got Kevin Savage. We got Jeffrey Dickerson. We've got C. Nate, otherwise known as C. <laughs> Nathaniel Brown, Chuck Brown. We got them all in the house, and I'm so excited you guys are here. We're excited to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Look at that. You got your own applause. That's amazing. You must be important. You must know somebody in high places. (laughs) It feels like it. So, listen, I'm glad to have this discussion because, um, first of all, congratulations. This is a huge, a really huge deal. I'm going to turn this around for our Instagram followers, at Michelle Taylor Willis, who are watching today. Um, This is a topic that everybody focuses on, but nobody really focuses on. Like, people talk around it, and we're talking around mental health. I think was. Mental Health Awareness Month was last month, or is that this month? It's every month to me. Oh, God. Did you see what he did there? That was dope. Okay. I feel you. But 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 it is. I mean, and when we talk about mental health, right, a lot of times I think we automatically think about white women. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because traditionally that's who gets therapy, right? Right. right. And, and the attention. And the attention. And then, like, over this last, like, three years, mm-hmm. we've had this focus on black <laughs> women's health. Mm-hmm. But once again, and I'm on y'all's side, like so many other things, the black male has gotten pushed aside, and you guys are left to fend for yourselves, which you do pretty well, I think, for, you know, for what you All things considered, yes, All we things do. Considered. But, you know, there's more work to be done, and that's Always. why we're here. Absolutely. So I think that this intentional focus on mental health and black men is going to force us to have discussions that a lot of people just don't want to have. And that's one of the reasons I like the play, because I feel like, I mean, obviously I haven't seen it, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when people walk out of there, it's going to force discussions. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it will be hard-pressed not to imagine people wanting to have those discussions in the theater because there's going to be so much happening in a short period of time Mm -hmm. that you're going to be touched. Um, I guarantee you're going to laugh. I guarantee you're going to sing along with some of the the singing that's going to take place. But then I know that you're going to feel in your heart the impact that's going to be made because of these strong black men being vulnerable enough to share stories that a lot of people haven't heard before. So was this your vision? It was my vision. Um, You know, me and and the other four guys, uh, we got together for, you know, lunch. We just talked and it became a safe place. And so through that, I started envisioning us working together. 
since we're all in the industry, I knew I wanted to do something with this. So I was thinking that we would do a short film and it would just be about something fun just because it's us. But then the more I think about it and the more I think about the, the vision behind my company, Expected in Entertainment, I wanted it to mean something. So we started talking about what it could be or I started thinking about what it could be for a while, even before I brought it to them. And then it became something that, you know what, is going to follow the vision of Expected End Entertainment, which is to entertain, educate, and empower. And so I wanted to be able to incorporate that into whatever story we told. So it trans transformed from doing a short film to it being a play, but that play to be something that would impact men's lives, but then also invite women into some things that they might have never known that men talk about, men go through, men feel, and see the tears, see the cry and the frustration, all of the things that we experience that, like you said earlier, we just don't hear enough about. And so we want to change that. So when you had the vision, you en enlisted Nay, you said, right? Yes. To, to actually put your vision on paper, did you think, okay, I want to change the world with this? Or did you think, look, I just, I mean, I want to help some people I just want to get the word out and because this literally has the you could change the whole landscape with this you understand that right right so what happened with with um nay grasping the vision I was talking to her about it because like I said this has been something in my mind for a few years now and I was talking to her about it and she was like well when are you gonna do that mm. so what are you gonna do with this yeah uh when are you do you mind if I start it and I was like go for it so when she started, You're like, as long as it's not going to cost me any money, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> no, we were already working on a couple of projects together, which was the beauty in it. And so when she started putting pen to paper, I was like, wow, you captured everything that I was talking about, everything that, that, that I was telling you. And so when I shared it with the guys, they said, wow, this is so much of all of us wrapped up into these characters. It was just such an organic process that was beautiful. And so the idea was always to impact our world. And what I tell people all the time is that sometimes your world is not the entire world, but it's the people that you touch. Mm -hmm. So whoever comes to the play, whoever hears about it, whoever listens to this, this uh, recording or this uh, interview is our world. So... That's when I say I wanted to impact the world. Whatever means that we can touch people, however far that reaches, whether it's international, whether it's around the corner, whether it's just in your house, that's the impact that we want to have. And then we never know what will happen to that other person who received that information. Somebody is going to talk about it. Right. Somebody is going to share it. So we're all going to take responsibility for our part and then just hope, hope that expands. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and if you don't want to answer them, you yeah. absolutely don't have to. I'm asking just for context for the audience, right? And you guys feel free to chime in, too. But so is, has therapy something that you have experienced or that you, yeah, you're nodding? Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, therapy. What about you guys? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Therapy is, is very important. I, I've been through therapy um, as an individual, um, also marriage counseling. Um, I've recommended. I've also counseled other people. Um, so I think it's very important. And it's one of those things that even in this play, we talk about it to normalize it. Mm -hmm. um, and we're partnering with people who can also help us normalize that conversation around therapy so that it is not taboo anymore. And that people know that there are people qualified to help you. You don't have to be alone anymore. You don't have to do this by yourself. So, Jeffrey, can I call you Jeff? Sure. Oh, J.D. Yeah. Do people call you that? Yeah. Dang it, no. You do. No, if other people call you no, that. No, you do. 
Does anybody else besides me call you JD? No. Okay, great. Okay, JD. That's okay. my nickname for you. Right. That was so easy, too, because, you know, it's Jeffrey Dickerson. I didn't really have to put that much thought into it, which is awesome. So let me ask you a question. When you started going to therapy, was did something happen that caused that? Or did you were there just a lot of things going on? Or what made you say? And I'm asking these questions because people are listening to you. And it's going to influence how they move, right? And so somebody's going to hear this and say, yeah, that's me. Well, there were a lot of things going on. Uh, uh, I had a few health issues, uh, just a lot with my job, uh, uh, different moves on my job that seemed like I kept going lateral, lateral, and and nothing was happening. And uh, I went to the doctor one day, and I was like, wow, you know, I I just, he said, well, you know, your blood pressure's good. Everything else is good, but up here wasn't. So, uh, then when I found out I was not as strong spiritually as I had been, I was like, you know, something's really, I got to talk to someone. And so my thing was, I had to do it for the simple reason is that I was making a mess out of everything around me and it was everybody's fault but mine. So let's, let's stop there for a second. Mm -hmm. You were making a mess out of everything around you Mm -hmm. and it was everybody's fault Mm -hmm. but yours. Mm What does that look like? Can you give, and you don't have to be specific, but I mean, because, so like, I mean, we go through, right, we go through these ebbs and flows in life, right? And we think, you know, like the same things happen to us. Right. And we think, okay, it's just coincidence, (laughs) right? We make the same mistakes. Uh, We have set the same people. And at some point or no point, it doesn't occur to us that we might actually, we're the constant. Right. Right. We're the constant in all these things happening. And that's when you have a, a, a sense where it's you. everything is about you being defensive. It's like, no matter what it is, it's like, you know, you, you, you've been depressed lately. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a snap. It's, right. you know, you, you're defensive, whether it's the kids. See, or, that's why you need the 24-hour rule. So, yeah, you need a 24-hour rule. But see, when you're in that frame of mind, 24 hours is a long time. <laughs> you're right. And it really right. is. You're and, right. And you're so, right. you know, it's... Uh, so you, you, when you make a mess of everything around you, it's basically uh, your career, your job, your family, your love life, whatever it is, because you you keep trying too hard to find a comfort zone, and it's none there because right. you haven't talked about it. Right. You haven't gotten the tools yet to be able to sit down and say, you know what, I need to look at this from this perspective and do this, this, and this. And they say that because I went to a spoken word uh, uh, event a few weeks back, and there was a young man that got up and spoke, and he was talking about, he said, I had tried unsuccessfully twice to kill myself, to commit suicide. Wow. He said, I was sitting on the beach in Miami, Florida, with the pistol laying across my lap. And he said, something spoke to me and said, no, don't give up. And he decided then that he needed to seek counseling. Now, you think about it. This is his third attempt. A lot of people don't make it that far. That's right. So my thing is, and when he finished what he was saying, his life's changed. And he's he's going to therapy now. He's he's training. He's becoming a weightlifter. I mean, all of these different things that are starting to turn his life around. Wait, he's a weightlifter? He, he's, starting to, he's starting to lift weights. What's his yeah. IG? He, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and, uh, you know, he said it's really made a difference in his life. But when he walked off the stage, 
I went up and met him and I embraced him. And I did that because I'm like, where you came from was a very dark place. But see, here's the thing. Like Chuck was saying, we have a tendency to think that therapy is not for black men. Right. We're supposed to be so strong as black men. It's but that's that's an ideology. That's not that's not truth. That's fantasy. Right. And so when he came off and I embraced him, I was like, brother, I love you, man. Hey, you know what? Uh, keep keep a positive attitude. You know, I'm gonna keep in contact with you, or whatever. And I looked around as other black men sat there, and it was like nothing. Right. But see, that's because we're not embracing each other. That love for community that we once had for each other. I think about some of the things my dad used to say. And he always walked by some old guy and he'd be like, hey now. And I'd be wondering, I was so sarcastic. Why ain't say now? What about hey for later? Right. But I realized you're in the moment now. For me to speak and acknowledge you now, we know each other exists. We might not be around later. Right. But I, I acknowledge you at this time, and I'm here for you. And so there was a different time of camaraderie ship that, that, that older brothers have that younger brothers don't have. Right. And because that's kind of... that's that, that rule you were talking about. The that, what? That, that rule. Oh, the rule. They don't yeah, have yeah, 24 yeah. hours because, I, hey, when th- that anger is so pent up in them. That's right. 24 anger, uh-uh, I can't wait A that lot's going to happen in an hour. Right, right. An hour, 30, <laughs> 30, 30 minutes. Don't 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes. If you're just joining Real 1100 AM listeners on, according to Michelle right here, 1100 AM, Tyler Mitch, not Willis, how are you? Somebody's using my name on here. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, thanks for tuning in. So if you're just joining, we've got Jeffrey Dickerson. We've got Kevin Savage. We've got C. Nate. C. Nathaniel Brown. I'm sorry. I'll use your own name. <laughs> so good. Uh, three of the five of the new show that's coming out in October, God Guys. But they're also good guys. We are. So mm-hmm. you could put, you know what you guys could have done? You put God and then like. Above the O in God, you could put like another little O that's kind of like hanging. Like that? Like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. Uh, So we have the cast in and they are talking about mental health awareness in black males. And so you guys just heard Jeffrey Dickerson talking about the the time and space when he felt like he needed therapy. So, Kevin, let me ask you, because you're a big, strong guy. I just put the Instagram camera on you. Eleven hundred AM, I'm sorry that you guys can't can't see our big strong guy here. But you mentioned a point, right? Because there's this Jeff mentioned this point. Um, there's a this belief that like black men have got to be strong all the time, right? And if you're not, then you know, your women lose faith in you and your kids lose faith in you and, and so this therapy thing has not even ever come in to play ever. And I think, too, even when you have kids, just like you said, we take care of our bodies. We go to the doctor once a year to make sure our bodies are in check. So why wouldn't we do the same thing with our minds? Kevin, talk about why you think black men just have just avoided doing this. So, I mean, there's a psychology behind it, right? Right. Um, I mean, most of the time, I mean, you know, being a child, right, you know, I have a twin sister, and so we had bikes, and, you know, I remember her falling off, and my grandmother would run and, 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 and grab her and, and, and coddle her, and, you know, 
Um, but when I fell off, it was like, oh, you're all right. Brush it off. <laughs> right. Right. And that's it, it seems like it's something small. But it's actually it, that, you know, things like that is what plays into the psychology of a black man. Like, I have to be strong. Mm. Um, coming up, you know, you know, I was adopted. Me and my twin, we were adopted. So, you know, and everybody jokes because they, they call me her father. Right. Um, and we're twins. You guys are like the same age. We're twins. How right? many minutes are y'all apart? Two minutes, 36 seconds. Thanks. So I am older. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you make sure he put that out there, twin. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, just growing up, I mean, my mentality was just to protect her, right? So it went from a, a sibling relationship to almost like a father and daughter relationship because for a long time, we just felt like we had each other and I wouldn't let nothing happen to her. And so it just, it kind of bred this, this psychology like of, look, I don't know everything, but I got to figure it out. Because if I don't figure it out, then then who will? Who will, right. And okay, right? so hold that thought, because I want to come back to that. Because that's really where, that's where the fall happens. Yeah. That's where the fall happens, right there, that mentality. Guys, you're listening to According to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to all of our iHeart listeners. Thank you guys for coming on. And Instagram, of course, we love you. When we come back, it'll be 5 o'clock, which means it's time for Senseless Shenanigans. I'm sure it's going to be something senseless. Jarrell always has something great for us. And then at 5.30, Infinity of South Atlanta is so generous. They're sponsoring the Ask Michelle segment, 404-603-8770. You can call in at any time, and you can ask questions of the cast of guide guys that are here, or you can ask me. Doesn't mean we'll answer, but you can absolutely call in. <laughs> Don't touch the dial. Don't touch anything. I promise the next hour you do not want to miss. I show up to help the child who's in foster care because she lost her parents to drug addiction. The child who lived in motels, cars, and shelters, using a garbage bag as a makeshift suitcase. I show up to support that child's well-being, and because I do, she's twice as likely to find a safe, permanent home. I'm a court-appointed special advocate, a CASA volunteer, an everyday person like you, specially trained to protect only the best interests of the child. You can show up for foster children in your community. Learn how at AtlantaCASA.org. That's AtlantaCASA.org. Historic Morris Brown College is back. Founded in 1881, Georgia's first and only HBCU founded by African Americans just made history by achieving accreditation candidacy in April 2021. The first HBCU to rebound after a 20-year hiatus. Sometimes in life, you only get one chance to make a significant difference and be a part of history. Well, that opportunity is now. Are you a young person seeking a higher education or an adult wanting to complete your degree? Want to join a collegiate family? Well, now here is your chance. Join forces by enrolling at Morris Brown College's restoration class and become a part of the hard reset. Additionally, you may also assist Morris Brown by making your tax-deductible contributions today. For more information on how you can enroll or give to this historically black college located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, please visit morrisbrown.edu. Low-cost, innovative academic programs, and one of the most affordable HBCUs in the state of Georgia. Visit Morris Brown. Brown.edu today. 
So, what's the asking price on this house? Uh, you'd probably be more comfortable living somewhere else. How long is the lease? Sure, you can afford to live here, but... How about the schools? We have twins. This neighborhood probably wouldn't be right for your kids. If a real estate or rental agent says anything like this, you are being discriminated against, and it is illegal. If you experience housing discrimination, go to hud.gov slash fair housing and report it. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Chuck, Chuck. No, I'm not going to do it. Because you're going to pay me out again. I was going to give it to him hard. That's what she said. Okay. You can cha cha cha. I don't need music. I can do it without the music. Okay, fun. You can cha-cha-cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female, female that you've known thus far. And I do get better. better. The voice gets better. Nobody gets hurt. As long as you let her. Do my thing with an 89 swing. swing but don't miss the night of guaranteed delight. Because to the hip-hop maniac, the uptown radiac in full effect, MT Dubs is back. back. And better than before, before, as if that was possible. possible. My competition, you'll find them in the hospital. hospital. Visiting time, I think it's, it's on, on a Sunday. Sunday. But notice, you, you only, only get one, one day, day to shine. The rest of the week is mine. And I'll blind you with the science <laughs> that the others have yet to find. So come along and I'll lead you the right way. Mm-hmm. Just clap your hands to the words that I say, come on. Oh, I don't need no music. Who needs music? Man, I can sing a cappella. I can rap with no music. I'm the best one to ever, ever do it. Oh, my gosh. It's straight bars. Constantly. I can't control myself. Welcome back, guys, to <laughs> According to Michelle, we're having so much fun in the studio today right here. Real 1100 AM. We are in Atlanta, and it is gorgeous outside today and guess what time it is it's five o'clock that means it's time for senseless shenanigans right Jarrell? right no no yes right right like (laughs) i gave you your own like song today you should feel good about that well i know we have our own entry but i actually sing a song for you you should feel good about that how many actually do you sing songs for people in general like because i do feel good about it now you think about it no i don't sing for anyone I'll, you hear I that, happy, guys? You heard it here first. I, August I 17, 2022. <laughs> I sing happy birthday to people. That No, that definitely counts. That's not I don't feel special. Wait, it does? No, I don't sing happy birthday to people. I'll see one of those. I do. I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah, you can't win this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Infinity of South Atlanta. Thank you guys so much. If you are in need of a new car, you need an Infinity, you need something else, whatever it is. If you want new, use, lease, Please make sure you go holler at my boy, Alan Rochelle. He and his sale team are unparalleled. He's been there for four months now, and that store is amazing. The customer service is awesome. The air conditioning works great. The cars have new car smell. I mean, what else can you ask for when you go to a car dealership? Nothing. That's why you need to reach out to Alan Rochelle. Infinity of South Atlanta, they're in Union City, right in the heart of SoFu. And when you go, can you please tell them that the MT-Dubs Sent you. Okay, Jarrell. Senseless shenanigans. Yes. Shenanigans! 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 Uh, what is up, everybody? So, with it being the midweek of August, everybody is, you know, back in school. That's kind of how everybody's going all across America. Everybody's in school. Even yeah. the private school kids. Yep. So, don't feel weird. Everybody's going back. Even though it feels early. Back. That's right. But, even though it's early August, um, there's some things still popping up. Michelle, you have four sons, right? I have four kids. I have I have a question for you. Okay. Has any of them tried to make an excuse to get out of the first day of school? No, I've never. Never. And I don't use absolutes. 
Never. Never. I so. have, my oldest is 23. Okay. I had him when I was three. So oh. <laughs> that's why he's okay. so old. But nice. <laughs> no, even him, who wasn't, he wasn't even a fan of school. I've never had anybody say, I don't want to do it today. Okay. No. Well, first of all, I know I'm awesome. an anomaly. Unicorn even. Look, no, that ain't no problem. Uh, look, today down south, not Florida. We're going to Texas today. Okay. There no more Florida man. Fine for the rest of the month at least. Okay. Um, they're they're going to do something. <laughs> there was a Texas dad trying to get his kids ready for school today. And on top of that, it, he's a single father. So he's just getting his stuff together, you know, waking up, brushing teeth, all that stuff. Sure. But as he's getting ready, his daughter comes to him and says, Daddy, there's something at the front door blocking me from getting out the house. No, to get in the car to go to school. First day of school, everyone had a great summer. He's thinking she's just saying that to like, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just staying home. He's like, no, we're, we're not doing that. Like, literally, it's the first day. Go get your things. I'll meet you at the front door. Okay. And she's standing at the front door. She looks very nervous and scared. And then he realizes maybe she's not playing. He opens the front door. Oh, my gosh. There is a whole alligator waiting for them at the front driveway. In Texas? Oh, yes. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> No, no jokes. <laughs> what city in Texas did this happen? If you must know, because it threw me off. Missouri City, Texas. That sounds like a Florida man story. It, it, it actually opens up a Missouri City, Texas man. <laughs> Wait a minute. There was an alligator in the by the yep. front door? Yep, he was forced to wrestle an alligator. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wrangle an alligator. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's just stop right there. No, so the alligator was blocking the door. He wrangled the alligator? Yes, he did. Okay. And I have uh, like I have picture proof of it and all this man. Were the wait, don't show me the picture. Okay. I'm going to take a wild guess and okay. just say these were this was the others. You know? No. Yes and no. Wait. Just think about brother. think about Texas. There's there's more. Oh, got it. Yeah. Right. Our our brothers. Yes, okay. yes, our hermanos. <laughs> yes, okay. Wait a minute. What? How did he know how to do that? I don't know. Um, daughter said, or yeah, his daughter said, Dad, there's an alligator at the front door. He immediately starts laughing as he's walking to the front door to open it. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> and the alligator he... was laughing back at him <laughs> when he opened the... <laughs> as he the opens... alligator was like, joke's on you. <laughs> no, he said, <laughs> as he opens the door, the alligator's sitting there with his mouth wide open. Do they have a picture of it? Not maybe not the picture. Maybe if they have like a ring camera, we'll get it later. But that's crazy. Now, so what did just, he do? He um, hold on. So he tried to slap it in the tail by turning it around because it was facing them. Right. So he got behind the creature and put a towel over its head, and then proceeded to jump on his back. Okay, that's enough of this story. It is senseless. It's okay. senseless, I, baby. Like imagine waking up the first day of school, you got a whole mean, alligator waiting for you. Who it. jumps on an alligator's back? That sounds. <laughs> So stupid. Actually, guys, I got a question for you in the booth. Who would you call? And the only reason I ask is because we are guys. We are men. We all have very, this dumb very idea strong men. that we can, like, I know you guys. I'm the smart, I'm the smallest dude in this room. I'm not taking on an alligator, okay? So right, who no, would y'all call? Let me, let me tell you something. I'm almost 6'3", 225, and I am not, I say, not. <laughs> Repeating that, not wrestling an alligator. I'm calling Kevin. Service. Right. <laughs> so I can be dinner. <laughs> so That's so oh no, they're in danger. They're in danger in Florida, not in Texas. So that, <laughs> that one would have became shoes. Right. Oh wow! You got you could you could have wrangled him. Yeah. Pops. Wrangled him. Wrangled him. Oh wait a minute. Okay. So you so would have had a new belt and shoes if right. I wrangled it. Okay. Hey. Dang. Well, That's what I'm call. talking about. We, we, we do just call know wrangled call. something different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
Thank you, Jarrell. That was a good sense of shenanigans. That's all. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I've got to love it. Jumped on his back. Come on, man. Hey, you do what you got to do. No, you don't. You, no, you don't. I mean, seriously. Come on. All right. All right. We're back to C Nate, JD, and Philly Sav. You see how I got all those nicknames for y'all? Yeah. You should feel good. My, Fantastic. My coordinator doesn't even have his own nickname. And you, you just guys, don't like it anymore. He has one. Yeah, I don't like it. Right. It, was, it was under duress. <laughs> I had to come uh-uh. up with it under duress. So when we went to break on Real 1100 AM, according to Michelle Radio, Kevin, you were just talking about, we were saying, like, this is where this is where the break happens, right? And we, or you guys, I would say, a lot of times are raised that you got to be strong, you got to brush it off, you got to, and we're beginning, about 10 years ago, we started getting to this thing where it was okay for men to, like, kiss their sons and hug their sons, Right. And it was okay for women to be a little more nurturing with their sons. And now we're seeing, okay, it's okay for black men to not just go to therapy, but to actually talk about going to therapy. And I think just like everything else, the earlier we get this message out to our kids, but to the parents... Like, we might not just be able to save lives, but, like, save, like, minds. Because you think about how how stressed you get and how worried you are. And a lot of times, you just, all you need to do is talk to somebody. Like, therapy doesn't mean you're, quote, unquote, crazy. Right, right. Therapy just means, like, you have to get stuff out of you. And especially if you want to be better for your woman, you got to unload it somewhere. You can't always unload it on her, right? Because then she's going to lose. She might lose some faith in you. Absolutely. So you got to unload it somewhere. Isn't a therapist the best place to go? I believe so. And, and I'm just going to keep one, 200 with you guys. Um, I went to therapy. 200%? Yes. <laughs> I mean, they assume that I was saying percentage. Okay, but uh, <laughs> um, I've, I've only gone to one therapy. No, two therapy sessions. And, and, and I liked it. It was just... So it was online, right, Mm -hmm. Um, through COVID. And so for whatever reason, me and the therapist couldn't, like, arrange our schedules to where, you know, we were, like, in sync. Um, So I have to go back. I'm not going back to her. But um, I just haven't yet. And so it's still, it's like I got to get that, you know, energy back up to do it because I know that there's some stuff that I just need to talk, you know, about. And one of the things about me, though, that I pride myself in knowing is that I'm a big communicator. So, like, even if I don't talk to a necessarily like a, a, a therapist, um, I'll, I'll call, you know, Chuck. We've had some great conversations. You know, pop pop over here. You know, we, we've had some. And so I, I, I make sure. Pop, pop, I love that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This man right here is so knowledgeable, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I get off, you know, whatever I need to get off on my chest. Like if I'm upset, if I'm just going through um, and that helps me. And so I, I would say. You know, it's it's great to have, have a therapist. And yes, that is my ultimate goal and plan. Right. But in the midst of that, in the middle of that, I would say find someone who you can really who you can allocate to really, really talk to about issues that you may not feel comfortable talking to everybody else about. Right. Um, it's always important to have that, whether it's a mentor or, or, or best friend or whatever, because you got to get that stuff you know, off your chest, because here's the thing. African-American males, you know, we we tend to have, you know, higher risks of heart disease, right? High blood pressure, hypertension, all of these medical issues, you know, we're dropping debt at an alarming rate, right? So 
we have to figure out a way to to, to stop that from happening and one of the ways is to actually be able to talk and speak about what it is that we're going through listen i'm first of all i'm really 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 glad that you were that transparent right with people to let them know because there's a lot of people struggling with that right they've gone Absolutely. they've been i've been to counseling like 3500 times i'm sure i've had like 13,000 counselors i go in and out of therapy mm-hmm. like literally i know i'm exaggerating obviously i was about to say i think they need a therapist now <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute okay all right that's enough for you i make the jokes here i'm okay? sorry i mean yeah. wide open for that one but okay. all right. uh can you quiet his mouth. <laughs> all right true. we got pop pop and chuck <laughs> um but no but i guess what i'm saying is like, like i get it right because you don't you don't always feel comfortable with the person or you take a break right when you take a break right. you might try somebody else or you know different therapists have different areas of um, expertise expertise mm-hmm. right and specialty and so there's all kinds of reasons but what I love about what is what you just said is that there are people listening in the same position right, right. here. We're like they are literally just beginning that journey, and that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay. And two, being able as black men to get together and be each other's sounding boards, right? Confidants, right? Because I think for a very long time too, there was this like, if you didn't go to therapy, you weren't gonna talk to anybody because mm-hmm. I can't let. See Nate, no, I'm going through all of this. I can't let C Nate see I'm breaking down. I can't because right. C Nate might need me. How's C Nate gonna gonna lean on me if he knows I'm going through all of this, mm-hmm. right? right? How do you find safety in that? Because that's that in itself, I think it's it's much harder to open yourself up to each other than it is to a stranger. It can be. Please. I, I think one of the things also is this: we have to understand that. You look now in an age where you see influencers that have hundreds of thousands of followers. Right. And they're jumping off of balconies. That's and, right. And you have uh, uh, women that have won beauty contests. And, you know, you have guys that have uh, been uh, great athletes and they're committing suicide. And they're killing themselves. Right. I think one of the other things as as men and, and totally just as, as human beings all, all around, we have to get to a point where we're talking to people and we're listening. We're hearing, but we're not listening. Mm. And in that sense that you you might not, like you say, you might not want to talk to me. Right. But I would be less than a friend and say, you know what? You, you, you know, I know you're going through a lot. You need to talk to someone. Right. We need to refer them. Now, whether they take the advice or not, that's not, that's not on you. However, the thing is, if you walk away and you know that that person is going through, you've seen a major change in this person, their personality, that, I mean, there's so many key, uh, uh, you know, attributes that you see change, their, their eating habits, their, uh, their personal hygiene habits. Mm. I mean, all kinds of things change. You know, what they enjoy doing. And, you know, they don't, they used to like to go to, the, like for a lady, she liked to go to the mall and even if she just wonder shop, she doesn't do it anymore. You start to see these changes and these people are your friends. Right. You need to, hey, hey, We girl. need to pay attention. Yeah, hey, we got to really pay attention. Yeah, what's up, bro? Let's go smoke a cigar. Let's go, let's go chop it up for a while. What's going on? You know, let's go to the cigar shop and sit down and say, man, you know, my marriage is going, whatever it is. So now you're getting it out. They might not tell you everything, but if they give you a tidbit, you know, please just say, hey, you know what? 
you need to go talk to someone. If you know a counselor or if you just, everybody should know at least one person that specializes in mental health. Mm. I mean, whether it's uh, LCSW, MSW, psychologist, uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, someone that's a credentialed mental health provider, you should know them. I don't mean you have to be like drinking buddies with them, but you should have a relationship. When I worked in the uh, school system, there are several that I have relationships with that when I call them, I say, hey, you know, one of my friends is, can you refer them to someone? Okay. Or do you know someone that specializes in, you know, in this? But we can't just keep seeing people and know they're about to walk off the edge and, and not extend the hand. We see that they're going through this, then we need to, hey, you know what, you you really need to see somebody. Have you thought about it? Right. And, Guys, we got the, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 please. no and, I mean, and just encourage them. There's nothing wrong with it. See, that's what we're leaving them thinking it's a stigma. And like Kevin said, hey, it's, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's no stigma to it. Right. And right, Papa, right. Let me, I just, just want to sure. add yeah, something absolutely. to that. One of the things that I love that what you do is you, you know, you temperature check, right? You yeah. make sure you like he will literally call almost all of his friends, everybody connected to him um, to make sure that they're OK. Um, that's what we need to do. We need to be more intentional um, about doing that, because I think. What happens is we, you know, we get inundated with so many things going on right. in our lives, right? right? We don't take the time out to think about, well, you know what? Let me call such and such. Let me call just to check to see how they're doing, right? Right? If we right. just, if people knew that 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 there were people out there who cared, you don't need a lot of people. You just need right. one or two good people right. in your life to just know that some, that that they're there. That's right. Just the options, right? Just to be able to pick up the phone and call them and say, you know what, I'm going through. So I think we, we just have to be more intentional about making sure that the people around us are feeling our, our love and our hearts and, our, and just knowing that we are there for them. Absolutely. Guys, we got the cast of God Guys, the stage play, Black Men Owning. Yeah permission to feel and heal here on according to michelle on real 1100 am shout out to everybody that's listening on the internet or driving in your car iheart listeners from around the world we always welcome you and big shout out to our instagram at michelle taylor willis followers thanks for tuning in live real quick before we go to break just real quick your character c nate is what's his name miles miles and miles is he's a lawyer okay um divorced uh father and he's going through a lot of issues that he's hidden for years, um, same as the other men. And so this particular day is when that shell breaks and mm. all of these men begin to share because one opened the door for that vulnerability. Got you. Okay, so you're Miles. Yes. And Pop-Up. Yep. Can I call you Pop-Up? I yep. just like that. Okay. <laughs> JD Pop-Up. I'm going to land on one, but I feel like JD's mine, so okay. I'm probably going to end up. Okay. okay. Your character is who? I'm Pop. Okay, well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there you go. All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you. And Kevin, you're here. <laughs> I am Dante. Uh, oh, you said that earlier. Yes, yeah, Dante. Yes, yes. Yeah. I am the CEO. Tell us about Dante. Uh, I'm the CEO. You know, I have my own company. Um, and so very successful. Uh, but, you know, of course, there's an issue that happens that kind of <clears throat> never really truly talk about it. So one of the things I love about this play is that we all come together and there's a moment in which everything explodes. Mm. You got to be there for the explosion, y'all. Yeah. 
no no way we can get like a little tidbit of the explosion. No, not even. Okay, wait, just think it's about deep. it over the break. Pop, pop, pop is like, oh, wait a minute. I got I'm you. Pop. I'm going to give you a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Guys, this means you can't. This is cliffhanger. You can't go anywhere. You're listening to According to Michelle on Real 1100 AM. When we come back, it'll be 530-404-603-8770. You can call in for Ask Michelle, brought to you by Credit Hub. Credit Hub is your funding resource. If you are a seasoned business and you need some money, you need to call Benji. When we come back, we're going to dive more into this cast and see exactly how much of our guys sitting in here are bleeding into these characters. You know it always happens. So don't go anywhere. If you go, you're going to miss all of it. More according to Michelle with the cast of God Guys when we come back on Real 1100 AM. The fun is back. That's what's in store for you at Smith Park and Water Park where there's excitement for everyone and special discounts almost every day. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's Cannonball Roller Coaster and the Ozone 14-story Freefall. Splash down on the boat chute and flip out on the fireball. The fun is back means the splashtacular excitement of Sokia Water Park. Get ready, get set, get wet. The fun is back means a lazy day on the crazy river. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's funnel cakes, candy apples, and cotton candy, and sugar-coated smiles. Visit lakewinnie.com to check out all the fun. The minds of children are fragile, and their mental health is essential, especially in times like these. Not Us Together aims to equip parents, teachers, and guardians with the tools and knowledge needed to raise healthy-minded children and youth in today's society. We provide services like mentorship through life coaching, therapeutics, youth community groups, motivational conferences, and one-on-one developmental specialist services for children and adolescents on the autism spectrum disorder. Our mental health workshops for schools and general workshops promote social skills, creativity, and a sense of togetherness through play, arts, and music. To see how we can service your family or school, call us at 508-794-9371 or find us online at notus.org. That's K-N-O-T-U-S dot org. And now an important message from Steve Harvey. This pandemic isn't over yet. We got the vaccines. I got mine. You might have yours. But listen to this. Don't think just because you got the vaccine that you could just go crazy. Follow the current safety guidelines. I know the mask is hot, but you know what's hotter than these masks? Staying healthy. That's pretty fly if you ask me. Let's unite to prevent. For more information, visit unitetoprevent.org. Michelle. That's me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to According to Michelle on Real 1100 AM. What's up, Instagram at Michelle Taylor Willis? Thank you for tuning in. And hi, iHeartRadio. Guys, the cool thing about this show is that if you miss it today, all you got to do is go on Monday and look on any podcast platform of your choice. And According to Michelle, podcast is right there. All we do is convert this into a podcast so you can literally have the show live 
You can listen to it on the internet. You can listen to it on IR. You can watch it on my live on Instagram. Or you can go after the show and just search for According to Michelle podcast and it'll come right up. You are welcome. I hope you guys are having fun. I'm having a blast. I'm here with the cast of God Guys who are also a few good guys. It's the stage play, Black Men Owning Permission to Feel and Heal. And when we were when we went to break, we were talking a little bit about how their characters, or I was asking the question about how, how they bleed in to their characters. So I wanted to talk about that without revealing, you know, too much information, C-Nate, but how much of y'all's characters, I said C-Nate, but any of you guys can, how much of you are bleeding into your characters? Well, I think um, the concepts are crossing men in general. Um, in a lot of cases and like I mentioned earlier when we shared the script with the guys some of them thought we knew things about them that we didn't know because there were general things that men deal with Um, so some of the themes just so you are aware are abandonment issues father issues um, trust issues relationship issues molestation um what else what am i forgetting abandonment yeah abandonment is definitely like a lot of a lot of things that men deal with and as we said earlier we kind of keep them inside and so with the different characters and the, the things that they're dealing with for example addiction um yeah, yeah addiction addiction yeah. um you know with my character for example um there's a line in there that says well, I can't give you that line. Uh, oh, come on. I can't give you that's that line. That's the worst. It's, it's a... Literally. Yeah. That's the worst I thing I can't give you do. that line. But when, you, when we were talking about... I'll you never know, forgive you for this. You will. You When you see <laughs> it, <laughs> when you see it, you'll get it. You will appreciate it. Um, but there, when we you were talking about our children going to therapy, and I know for, for me, I used to tell my son all the time, okay, I'm here for you. You can talk to me about anything because I didn't have that with my dad. And so in this play, there's a lot of situations where, you know, we're feeling those same type of things. So some of that becomes personal. Like I told my son, you know, for years, if you can't talk to me, find somebody. Right. Like, just don't keep it to yourself because that's what I did all of my life. And so I feel that in my character and some of the other characters feel similar things like that. And so you, you automatically bring some of that energy that you have personally to those characters and so when you see some of the tears those will be real tears mm-hmm. even if those tears aren't specific to me i know that one of my brothers might have gone through that or i know that someone that's close to me went through that and then by me also counseling other men i've had some personal stories told to me that i still carry with me we carry that weight for one another right and so that's why it's important for us to be this this strong group that can be vulnerable and can share these things because if we can continue to bottle, bottle it up, somebody's going to explode. Right. And we, right. we don't want to do that. Kind of like that moment on stage that you guys won't tell us about. Yes, exactly. You know, I don't one. forget anything. Right, I, right. When I hear it, it's up here. You'll hear it. It's like a steel trap. It's like a steel trap. You'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah. What about you, Pop Up? I think that uh, the thing about it that kind of is amazing is that. Like Chuck said, we all had interaction before this uh, project uh, uh, took shape. But when you sit there and you look at each character individually, there's someone along the way that your life has rubbed against or touched against or that you even know. Family member, brother, friend, 
church member, somebody that you know. And it's so, it's so gripping when you hear it that as a man and as a black man, you, you instantaneously reach for your heart mm. because it's, it, it, it's that gut-wrenching. And uh, I tell you, when you have known someone that has been abused, uh, when you've known a young boy that has been uh, abandoned or whatever, and having worked in special education for as long as I did, and seeing some of those kids as they started to come up, the abandonment, the, the different things, and your heart just, it just breaks. Right, And right. that's why now, and we had counselors that would come in and sit down and talk to these kids, and I'm saying, if these are kids, what's going on with 30 years old? That's 40 right. years old, yeah. 50 years Because that's just those kids that right. are older right. that, right. that carried this, that never did anything with it. And and, and that, those are heavy. Like, yeah. that, anger is, that anger is a Abandonment. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, those point. are really heavy, right? Yeah. And I right. think, too, even as adults, like, we can have pretty decent childhoods. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? We can have pretty decent childhoods, but then <clears throat> something happens as adults, right? We get abandoned. As adults, mm-hmm. right? I have a friend of mine who, his wife, his, he's married. His wife left him for his, a friend. And not even like friend, friend. Mm-hmm. Like just somebody he knew casually, but he knew through. And he like, you know, she started dating him. And that was, and he's like, he is destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they weren't even best friends, right? He right. just, but it was close enough. Like it was close enough. Like, you wouldn't know him if it weren't for me, mm-hmm. right? And so he's destroyed as an adult. He had a decent childhood, but as an adult, he feels abandoned. Right. He's like, I can never, like, how am I ever going to love anybody again? Because, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think even as adults, we end up in these places. Kevin, right. what about you? Shout out to Nate Stubbs again. I mean, the writer, she's awesome. Um, it's crazy because when I, you know, the, the script or the play has gone through a few different um, edits, but just the first one, it was like, <laughs> it was unfathomable how she she got so much and in such short time and space right. of, this, of this this play. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I just think, you know, when you talk about being abandoned, I mean, that that leaves a scar on your soul, mm. right? Because, because now you're looking at everyone and there's trust issues. And so you kind of, you know, you have your guard up. I mean, you have all four walls up, right? So right. you're almost, you know, untouchable, right? You have to choose to come out of that. And mm. most people don't know how to come out of that. Right. Because they're too scared to trust anyone else. Right. Right. So unless there's some kind of intervention or something that's going to help that person, you know, you could be a grown man, but still a little boy. Mm. Right. You could be a grown woman, but still a little girl. Right. And so um, I'm just I'm fortunate you know, myself just to have these guys because they, they pick me up when I fall, right? Most people don't have that. So that's I know right. I'm blessed, right? But And so that's why we're doing this play to let others know that, hey, you don't have to be alone. You don't have to be by yourself. I think spiritual healing is very, very important um, because you just have to know where you're going spiritually. But even before you even get to that, 
you know, you just got to come to a place where you can trust people. And then, right. you, can, you know, there's levels to it, right? There's levels to this. And every, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, church is beautiful. I love church. And, 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 you know, you go to church and, they, you know, the pastor's like, hey, pray about it. But there are just some things that you can pray about and they won't go away because right. God is telling you, hey, I have put things here on this earth. Right, right. He people works through resources, earth right? Yeah. Absolutely. For you to go talk to, Absolutely. right? And and, and really get help. And, and then come back to me and, and then console and talk to me. But right. I, I got you. Right. So you got to do that homework. But this play, I mean, it's... <laughs> It's going to shake some things. And I, and I know for a fact that we are going, I'm, I'm going to speak it into existence. We're going to tour with this play. Okay. I know it. All right. Okay. Touring. And God, you know, guys, the touring play. You said something that was key when you said when she left him, he was destroyed. He was destroyed. Mm. He okay. is Now, destroyed. think about this. We see people in in uh, at different levels of of uh, of their uh, anxieties and their fears. We can't say if this person was totally destroyed or if they were just a little damaged. Mm. We can't say that. That's right. There's one thing that he does, and it's going to, and you're going to sit back in your seat. Is that the the moment? No, that's the scene. Uh, that's, oh, that's another that's, moment. It's yeah, a lot of those. All of y'all yes. stuck. Yeah. But that yeah. moment. Y'all are putting <laughs> all this stuff. That moment. Trying to grab right, stuff. I right. mean. That one right there. That moment. That, <laughs> right, you're pointing. You're pointing. Yeah. Real 1100, that moment, that Real 1100 AM, according to Michelle listeners. <laughs> yeah, that Pops moment. is pointing to Dante. Yeah, that moment. <laughs> AKA but, Kevin Savage. <laughs> but see, and see, that's what I'm saying. When, when you said that, and I was just listening to the way that you spoke it. He was destroyed. Right. Mm-hmm. You do you understand? And see, so we 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 go along with people, and we be like, oh. And then the first thing you hear people say is that, oh, they'll get over it. You know, right. oh, he'll be all right. That's right. Or you should get it, over d- it this fast, or something like right. that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh. Oh. And everybody has Six something to say. Six months from now, too. you'll be good. Right. And, and everyone right. has something to say. Until they've been in situations. I can't stand that. Like, I would never. I would never. Right. Oh, I'd never do that. Oh, Have you oh been you'd in? never. Oh, that would never happen to me. Oh, if that were me. I, and I'm like, shut up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have no idea what you would do in any situation mm-hmm. unless you're in that situation. And, Kevin, I want to double down on something you said about, you know, being that young child, being an, an adult man or woman, and then still being a young child. Mm-hmm. We had a, a mental health expert on... Uh, some months back and she actually runs a nonprofit, and she was abused mm. and she said which I've never forgotten <clears throat> she said you're only as old as your trauma mm. when mm. she said that like literally if there was si- you know you're not supposed to have silence on the radio when she said that I was literally it makes speechless. you think for sure yeah. because that's why you have to your point mm-hmm. You have 40-year-old men, like, or 14-year-olds running around in 40-year-old men bodies. You right. can't think at a higher level emotionally than your trauma if you've never dealt with the trauma. Okay, right. so here's the nuggets you've been lo- looking for. Oh, wait, you going to say something about the play? <laughs> yeah. I'm so good. Real 1100 AM, Instagram, you hear <laughs> how good I am? I broke him. Because you said that. I broke him. I think that you're going to understand that that's where a lot of these men are. Um, and shout out to um, Tobias Armand and Troy Bland, the other cast members. But in the play, Pops is to us a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. He's, he's saved us from our childhood. But 
when everything breaks, he realizes there's so much more that he doesn't know. And so that's when all of those things come back that you're talking about, where we find out that we're still dealing with stuff when we were 13, 14 years old, Um, things that he thought never happened or didn't know about. And then he thought we were beyond that. Um, And so it gets to the point of of really identifying and being honest with yourself and realizing that pride can't stay in the way for so long right if you're ever going to move forward to where you want to be that's right if you're ever going to feel and properly heal you know as we, we've been saying right and so those moments of vulnerability that we're talking about you might see us appearing to be 12 years old and 13 years old right. because that's where the source of that trauma came yeah. from and that's a lot of people it's so it's mm, and, and here's the trauma. thing it's like it's most people right because mm-hmm. something happens to everybody at some point. Maybe it's not as um, deep as molestation, right? right? Or as or as abandonment, right? But I mean, think about how many people are running around here in single parent households, right? I, I can count on less than two hands how many times I heard, I spoke to my dad, right? Like I had to get counseling and I know I joked about seeing a lot of people earlier, but I did. I had to get counseling because I knew how could I have a functioning relationship with any male if I felt like every male was going to do what the one person who was put on this earth, he had one job. Mm -hmm. That's it. was to take care of me. And he didn't do that. So why would I think some rando off the street would do any different? Right. Right. And so, and that's a, a year and a half. My dad left at it when I was a year and a half. So literally, right. if I didn't have counseling over years, I would be walking around as a, a, a toddler, yeah. engaging with men mm. who may or may not be a year okay. and a half or 13 or, or, or 14, right. Right? right? I'm not laughing at your situation. What are you laughing I'm at? I'm laughing at the parallels and why I said everybody will relate to this. Because what you said is about a woman, a young girl, and now a woman who is dealing with these things. Right. You'll hear about a young boy in that same situation who became a man and is dealing with the same thing on the opposite spectrum. Wow. And so there are so many things that I I, I honestly believe that everybody in the audience will relate to at least one thing in their life. And that's really why you guys are doing it, too. And it's clear that outside of this you all we're only seeing three of the five of you Mm -hmm. right we're missing tobias and troy Troy, right but clearly you guys have to have a special relationship and 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 i think what's interesting we got to take our final break but what's interesting that is a lot of times obviously in film or play or tv you you end up having to really create synergy with cast members that and that's why acting is acting right because you have to create that you have to create a, a land of make-believe right. that i love this person that plays my wife right or husband not that you look like a girl but you know <laughs> you're right there um or my father but with y'all's y'all's uh relationship mm-hmm. and engagement outside of this that brings you together i would imagine like that's not a hundred like it takes it takes the play to 100. That was one of the first things that Kevin said, is that because of this you relationship... You are so... You, you think like a great mind. <laughs> I just... I I feel like, you guys, when you watch this play, rather the, the situations that we're going through individually relates to us or not personally, doesn't matter. You're not going to see much acting. 
Mm. You're not going to see much acting because we've already built a brotherhood that is so, you know, close and tight. Um, you're not going to see much acting. You're going to see us. And that's what acting is, right? It's reacting realistically to imaginary circumstances, right? But some of these circumstances may not necessarily be imaginary. Mm -hmm. So we'll let you figure that out. But you're not going to see much acting. Wow. All right, guys. Guide Guys, the stage play October 15th and 16th at seven stages. They have four show times. You got to make sure you check them out. We're not going anywhere. Well, we kind of are. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can get tickets, how you can follow these guys, um, and then all things closing the show out. And I'm going to sing for you guys because I don't normally sing for you, but I am. I'm going to sing for you when we come back. Don't touch any oh, dial. All oh, right, Kevin. That's enough. An hour. According to Michelle, we'll be right back. Oh. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded and confident kids. Get your copy today. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these kids tire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. Michelle. 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 Check this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys, we are back. I cannot believe we only have a few minutes left. This has been an amazing discussion on According to Michelle Radio here on Real 1100 AM. Major shout out to all of our sponsors, Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. We love you. Credit Hub, if you're a seasoned business and you need funding, you need Benji. Check them out at the Credit Hub Access or credithubaccess.com on all platforms. And, of course, Infinity of South Atlanta. Make sure you go and say hey to Alan and all the guys there. New car, used car, lease car, whatever it is you need. It doesn't have to be an Infinity. It could be anything. But when you go to Union City down in SoFu, just make sure you tell them the MT Dubs sent you. All right, God guys are in the house of stage play October 15th and 16th at Seven Stages. Black men owning permission to feel and heal. We have been having an amazing discussion with the cast today about, you know, bonding and mental health and black men and what's right and what's wrong and all these things. Let me tell you what I haven't told you guys about this play. They're partnering with organizations that are going to get a percentage of ticket sales. It's going towards the Tobias Armand Cancer Foundation, which and Tobias is actually one of the actors 
Brothers United Atlanta and Dustin for Greatness Outreach Youth Center. And here is the best part, guys. The kickoff show is going to be free for a group of young black boys and young adults to introduce them to the themes of the play. We talked about this earlier, Young Minds. We got to get them young. If you don't get them young by the time they're old, I'm not going to say it's too late, but it's just more work. It's more work. So I love, I don't know whose idea that was, but whoever it was, to one, donate the show. It's, it is, it's, it's selfless and it is um, philanthropic and it's amazing. So kudos to all of you guys Thank for you. that. Um, and I hope it, I hope you fill those seats with these youngins. As the old folks say, I just heard them say it. I never said it myself because I'm not really old. But I hope you 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 fill it out. So how can people get tickets, and how can they find you, see Nate? Well, you can get tickets uh, first of all from uh, Eventbrite, and that's God Guys ATL the number one dot Eventbrite dot com, or you can reach out to any of the actors, myself included. Um, or our writer-director, Nate Stubbs, and we do have tickets available. You can reach me on all social media platforms at C. Nathaniel Brown. That's C-N-A-T-H-A-N-I-E-L-B-R-O-W-N. And, of course, through my company, Expected End Entertainment. Um, You can reach me there. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Awesome. Thanks for coming in. Pop up! Yeah, we just want to let everybody know it was great to be here today. And uh, please, come out. This play is going to change lives, and it's going to really open up the eyes of us as a people, men and women, to address mental health issues that are plaguing our community this very day. So once again, go to Eventbrite, get your tickets, reach out to any of us, We'll be glad to try to get your tickets to you. And uh, thank you for having us today. And we enjoyed it. We had I, a great time. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And thanks for coming on Pop-Up. Actor Tobias says, JD! <laughs> All exclamation points. <laughs> See, I changed lives, Pop-Up. That's what I do. I have immediate a impact. Kevin, how can people follow you and find you? Kevin Savage Brand. That's Kevin Savage, B-R-A-N-D. That's on um, uh, social media, of course, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Kevin Savage. And listen, guys, when you come out, you're not going to watch a play. You're going to watch reality, right? And so it's going to be so dope. You're going to have such a good time. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You know, um, it's just going to be a time that you're just going to really, really feel good. And hopefully it really prompts anyone that's going through to get help. That's what we want, right? We, we don't want this just to be another play, right? We want this to be a life-changing uh, experience and that's what we want so check us out god guys you know where to catch us let's go awesome and let me just say thank you guys all for coming in coming on the show it was an honor to have you here with such amazing talent right and uh and here's to the show selling out and touring and again guys i'm gonna be there on theoretically i'll be there <laughs> i don't like to under promise and over deliver October 15th. That October 15th show is what I'm is what I'm going for. Thank you guys all so much for coming on. It's going to be amazing. I Thank cannot wait to you. see it. I can't believe it's over. We are officially, well not completely officially done, but we're almost, I mean, and we've had a good show. 
I'm wait. I'm looking at Jarrell waiting for him to respond. I keep forgetting he's not on the mic today. It's like I'm saying things. But I'm just like I'm I know like, she can read my lips, but I'm, that's really about it. That's like, no one else can hear me. I miss you. That's all you need to know. You too, Michelle. I know. Next week you'll be back. Oh my We're gonna kick out Philly Savage and bring you guys back. All right, it's <laughs> the end of the show. I'm so glad we had this time together. Just to have a laugh or sing a song Before you know I just say so long Guys, thanks for tuning in to According Michelle right here on Real 1100 AM Here's where you can find me Sunday, August 28th at 11 AM I will be hosting the Moms All In Brunch you can get tickets at momsallinconference.com or momsallinbrunch.com or Eventbrite. If you are a female entrepreneur and you want to be inspired and get amazing food, meet amazing people, get amazing gifts, you are going to want to meet me there. Saturday, September 10th, I'll be hosting the Leading Men of Film and Television, which coincidentally, I'll be partnering with our own Philly Sav that's sitting in the in the studio today, you can go to Eventbrite and get t- get tickets. We got five of the leading actors here in Atlanta. They're going to be giving you the goods, the skinny. If you're an actor, if you're aspiring, if you're not booking, if you want to be in this industry, if you miss this event, you miss your life. That's right, I said it. Go to Eventbrite right now and get your ticket. That's where I'll be. But right now, I am out. This has been According to Michelle Radio. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.